Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Well, we're about to start a brand new year. Many of us, as usual, have goals, resolutions that we want to attain. Not always easy. We're going to talk about attaining those goals, staying on track, staying empowered, and also staying positive. Because with life today, it changes from moment to moment. You know, you can be in a great mood one moment with the best intention of staying positive. All of a sudden, something happens, you get refocused, then you get frustrated, and then it kind of starts all over again. She is somebody that works with people in all different levels, all different relationships, could be individuals, could be families, could be couples. And she does that through hypnotherapy, psychology. She's amazing. Dr. Ann Creek Moore is back with us. Welcome back. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Steve? Very well. Very well. I I wrestle with this positive thing. I know I'm better at it. Mm-hmm. But you could be flying high here and something happens and then it kind of takes you down. Usually it's not always a situation. There's somebody involved in it in some way. Um, yes. <laughs> and I guess essentially we're giving up our power to somebody else to let that or them bring us down. How do we, I was only like, put, I put up a force field so that that can not happen or happen a lot less. How do we do that? It's a great question. Um, because we do and to go to the negative, but we have our ability to think positively or think negatively. And it really, it's not the events that happen to us so much as to what we're saying about the events or are the people or what we're, uh, and that's what causes our talk to ourselves, our interpretation of events causes us to have our feelings. And if we have, and the feelings is what gives us passion, motivation to behave a certain way. So if we put it in, you know, and then the outcome is going to be, well, how do we handle things? And so if we can stay at the positive at all times, we're going to create the best outcome possible. Um, because we're going to have a positive attitude. We're going to do our best. And if we put forth our best, best self, we're going to create our best outcome. So it is really important to try to catch the negative thoughts, the negative interpretations, which could come from, you know, things being triggered in ourselves, you know, you know, negative, bringing the past, negative past into the present, interpreting things certain ways, and then reacting to that instead of trying to keep our own minds um, steady and stable on the good, trying to always go and ask, hey, what's the good in this situation? How do I reframe this? Um, okay. Yeah. And that, that is a uh, great way to look at it, looking at the positive side. And I know it's kind of rhetorical and we've heard it a million times before, but it goes back to gratitude and it has been proven over and over again in, in research that if you have gratitude, you're grateful for what you have, no matter what it is, that yes. it can move your life forward in like, like hype like hyperspace warp speed it can move you like yes. that but we don't realize right. that it's just because it just seems so i guess woo woo <laughs> you know it's just come on how can just being grateful really make that difference in your life but i guess it does because it reframes you yes i mean it. think about it. 
say two people have a job and they get a job performance evaluation mm. with a couple constructive criticism, but it's a good one. And then the one person stays at the gratitude. Well, I'm glad I've got this job and um, it's a good one. And I, now I've got things to learn. Look at the criticism says, oh, this is challenge. I got new stuff. I just started, you know, I'm growing. And then that person's going to feel motivated and positive. And they're going to probably behave and try to do well. And they're, going to do well at the job with that attitude. Whereas if another person just goes from the lack of gratitude, like, oh, well, you know, they criticized me on a couple of things, you know, they're probably going to fire me. They don't like me here. Well, what feeling does that generate? I mean, then you feel down, you know, and like lack and not gratitude. And you're going to be either all worried and not knowing what to do, or you're going to just kind of give up because you don't think it's going to matter you know, or something, have anger, and that's not going to lead to positive job performance. So it's not a woo-woo thing. It's really what you need to do. We all need to be talking positively to ourselves to give ourselves that motivation, passion to move forward and do our best. Yeah, I'm, I'm very close to somebody in the situation that you just described. Started working at this job beginning of June, not a, not a big fan of the job. Most of it's from home. Uh, she's done it before in other capacities. Not the best environment. Um, they're not so encouraging. Their culture doesn't seem, from what she's told me, not the, the best. And she was worried about her job performance. And they even had said something to her like, yeah, you're not really reaching your numbers. Uh, you know, mm, I don't know. And even before that, and she has some anxiety, she'd be kind of freaking out over it. And I'm like, don't worry about it. If it doesn't work out, there will be another job. It's all going to be okay. And it turned out about a month or so ago, they, because of their improper training, that she was putting things in a certain folder and they weren't giving her credit for it. Oh, no. (laughs) Now, fast forward to her six-month review, which came last week. Uh, She did great. I said, see, you worried about it for no reason. And I know we've talked about that before that I think it's like 93% of the things that we worry about never happen, never transpired. You're wasting, you're literally wasting your energy, your time on all of that. And that kind of was her. I said, well, now you're in the driver's seat. Now they're looking at you like, well, she's pretty damn good. And she has to hit a certain quota for the week, or maybe it's a daily quota that adds up. Uh, I talked to her yesterday and she's like, well, you know what? I'm actually 30 ahead. So tomorrow, meaning today, she can kind of take the foot off the, uh, the pedal a little <laughs> bit and, and, you know, kind of relax a little bit more at work. Um, but we worry about this stuff. Like, you know, and, right. it's, it's and not- anything, right. I know that's great. Congratulations for her. Um, so it's, it's also another thing we can always say is like, well, what's, you know, what is the good in this? I mean, sometimes things happen, you know, as we say for a reason and maybe we're, you know, we're learning something. And it like, I think you said that she was like, had just started this job. And instead of thinking like, wow, I'm on top of everything and I can just slide by, you know, because I'm so good. She kind of was under the feeling under the gun a little bit like, wow, I got to really do this reform. 
probably didn't hurt her at all, you know, to have that positive, except for the negative things she said to herself, which aren't good, you know, and it was great how you talked to her, telling her it's all okay, it's all going to work out. Those are the kind of things we are perfect. We need to stop and say those things to ourselves and be a friend to ourselves. But in the long run, she just kept a consistently, you know, great performance going. And so I'm sure that's really going to benefit her on the job. So we can reframe and say, hey, that doing that actually works out for the best because you can always turn a lemon into lemonade and see any anything as an opportunity to grow, you know, versus a problem, quote. Well, the, I believe there's something in her, maybe subconscious somewhere along the line, if she doesn't please, um, she takes it to heart. And she would even say, I've never had a job where I didn't do a good job. And essentially mm-hmm. she was doing a good job, but she wasn't getting the credit for right. it. Right. And she was, and she was right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but she just, I guess she cert- feels a certain way. Um, that, how do you, yeah. she, and you know what? I guess it goes back to empowerment. She gave the job her power and that could be a person as well. How do we put up the boundary so that a situation or a person doesn't take away our power and just like diminish us and bring us down. Is there a way to do that? Is there a refocus? How, how do we do that? Yes. I mean, you know, it, whatever we do, we want to be at a place of empowerment and of um, self-worth uh, and positivity. And it's kind of our job to be doing that. So when something happens to us, we have to kind of stop and, you know, say, no, I'm not going there. If I wouldn't say that to a friend, I'm not saying it to myself and start putting the positive self-talk in, reframing it. Like Mm. maybe this is happening for this. There's a good reason here. Help me to see this differently and move in, have a different perspective, move into my good and just, you know, uh, see the good of the situation at the time. You know, just reframe what they did as maybe they or or try to put yourself in their shoes, you know, like maybe they've had a hard day or maybe they've messed up in some way. In this case, that's exactly what happened. They were messing up. They were making some mistakes, not purposefully towards her. So no reason for her to take it personally at all. But just that sometimes people make mistakes. I mean, and and things happen. And it's all about us keeping ourselves in a in a in a peaceful, loving space. So mm-hmm. uh, that self talk uh, can be so good, can be so bad. How do we how do we adjust that that kind of talk within our mind? Let's say you know you said her situation. You know she's feeling like I'm not making the numbers. I'm not doing the kind of job I should be doing. What should you be saying to yourself? How do you how do you craft that language for you know the best outcome? Well, the first thing is to notice when you are saying negative things to yourself. You know, just kind of maybe take ten or fifteen minutes in your day. This is in my chapter one, the self fulfilling prophecy, mm. um, and I have a little exercise in it where maybe you just take ten or fifteen minutes that day and just observe your own self-talk while whatever you're doing. I mean, if you're at work or if you're at home doing something or just relaxing, just what are you saying to yourself? Start to notice those things and what you tend to say. And Mm. then, you know, kind of you can even group them too. It's like, well, I'm always saying I'm stupid or I'm always saying this or whatever. And um, 
like you mentioned, there may be some deeper things or things they may have originated in childhood stuff they heard or, or took a certain way, and they're just in there. And we want to bring them to the surface and get a handle on them and understand what we're doing and saying it to ourselves. Then when we catch it, we want to change it at that moment. We want to say, wait a minute, I'm not going there. Uh, not, I've got to be a friend and then turn it into a, a positive, like a, it could be an affirmation. If you find a certain attitude you have about yourself, you know, like, oh, nobody likes me. You know, maybe you have to go around all day and say, oh, people do like me. You know, something that counteracts and that negative low self-worth kind of attitude you have about your, you know, yourself, one might have about themselves. So you just catch it and put in the positive. And unfortunately, it may be something that you have to do a lot at first, like it's cha- like the changing any habit. You know, you may have to do it 300 times a day for a little while, then maybe you get it down, you know, to, to 15 a day or so. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just keep cleansing it, keep getting it out of your system. So it, I... What I'm gathering here from you is you you need to be intentional and you need to be mindful of what's going exactly. on because I think we're we're so right. aren't we so used to the same stuff going you know through our head that we don't notice we don't notice <laughs> it's just part of us it's like you look in the mirror it's like oh god look I got that I got to take care of that oh what's that going to turn into oh you know, look at that uh, oh god people are looking at that and you just do rinse and repeat you're saying the same <laughs> stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And we got to catch that and don't do that to yourself. Mm. <laughs> How about while well, we talk about, you know, in the mirror, I've often heard that you can or should literally talk to yourself. Now, you might not want to do it if there's other people around, but mm-hmm. but really, really talk to yourself, you know, say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. you did a good job on that. Yeah, that, that was a good job. Uh, Absolutely, we're so hard on ourselves. Is it is is it sound like kind of crazy to 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 do, or is that a good idea? No, that's exactly right. I mean, we've always got a you know a little inner voice going, you know, or doing positive self talk. So we've got to make it positive, hmm. and um, so it's good to say that. That's not you know pride or you know too much self worth. You should be saying good things to yourself, just like you would say to your friends. You know. And you should be a friend to yourself. Well, you know, that's a really good point because we we have to love ourselves. We've often heard that and how really important that is. Um, and we would never say the things that we say to ourselves or even in our mind to somebody else that we love. Exactly. Right. So that's a good clue. You know, like, would I do that? No. So I got to change that. I got to stop. And and say what I would say to the person, you know, if I was being loving towards them. Think and so that, that gives structure, you know. Think about that for a second. Some of the things <laughs> that we say to ourselves, would you ever, not even somebody that you love, would you ever even say that to somebody else, even a casual uh, relationship, whatever it might be? Would you walk up to somebody and say, oh, what, what the heck's that on your head? What would what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Look, you're actually going to walk out in public like that. You're wearing that. Oh my God. You need to lose like 15 pounds. Take it from me. You, we'd never do that ever, ever, but we do it to right. ourselves. Right. Right. Treat ourselves in a positive, polite way, an encouraging way and focus on the good. And the more you focus on the good, the more the good is going to grow. Do you think that 
we do that to ourselves as a protection. Like we want the best for ourselves. So be it the subconscious comes into play, whatever it might be. But we do that to protect ourselves because we want the best outcome. In our mind, we think, well, I can't look this way because people would perceive me in a bad way. And that's not good for me. And you keep saying those things or, you know, get up, you know, a, a zit here or something there going on. And you keep saying it to yourself because you want the best for yourself. But really, you're you're doing the complete opposite. Is it is that is it the way we're wired evolutionary? Well, I think there is our potential for negative thinking. I mean, you could even, you know, take it all back to the Bible, you know, Adam and Eve, they're reaching to the tree of knowledge as it's in the Bible, the tree, uh, not to pick on one religion, but, you know, the idea being that they reach to the tree of knowledge and good and evil, not knowledge of divine mind. They already had a tree of life of, you know, all the goodness and they're you know, floating around supposedly, you know, in the warmth of a lush garden. And, and, and then all of a sudden they eat from the uh, tree of knowledge of, and good and evil. They're able, they're up, you know, with God, supposedly, you know, co-creating and being at, at this high level of good. But then they start to think negatively. They have that ability. They have free will. They're co-creating. They're flying around naked and unwarmed, you know, and, and all of a sudden they think to them, say, take that uh, the knowledge of evil, the, the ability to have free will to think negatively. And then they all of a sudden go, oh, my gosh, I'm naked. What's God going to think, right? Uh, that, that's what it says in there. And, you know, what that's that, the parable or the idea that, oh, my God, what is the thing? And not now, what does that do? Well, that's the negative thought. That's the shame. And then it turns into the feeling, the feeling of shame. And um, that motivates them to what? Hide from God, separate from all their good. It's a very mm-hmm. dramatic example of cognitive behavioral therapy where, you know, what you say was going to create what you do and how your outcome is going to be. Uh, a dramatic example, but it does make sense. <laughs> in, yeah. In yeah. So of- the idea is original sin. <laughs> what is the original sin in that story? In that, uh, I think, truth. But, you know, what? what it is, it's the... Um, you know, it's the idea that we are now got this ability to really think just about everything, negative, positive. We have to then step, you know, not we lost our innocence of just being of the one and the good and the connected to our inner sacred space of goodness everywhere. And now we got to, you know, that opportunity. We can choose that, though. We can kind of breathe and put our positive thoughts and or we can, you know, go with the negative. We, we have that ability. Mm. Are there other things that we can be mindful of to stay on path with our goals, to still always feel empowered, to keep that positive vibe going along the way? And 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 subsequent question, um, stick with our goals. I know that we have lots of New Year's resolutions and yeah. we stay with that. I often hear you, 21 days, you need 21 days to... Yes. Uh, fashion that habit. Um, your your thoughts overall on that, Anne? Yes. Right. I mean, what happens a lot of times is that, you know, people do make these New Year's resolutions, but then they may last a little while, but they don't really stick with them. Um, so that's not what you want to do. But, you know, what you can do is you can uh, 
write a letter in a sense to yourself um, mm-hmm. and say, these are the things that I want to embrace and good, the good in my life that I'm embracing and make a list of all the good you're accepting in your life. And then you can make a list of all the things that you uh, want to release, you know, from your life. I mean, any kind of neg- that you're, you're not, you know, that you're, and that can include a lot of your negative thinking could be right on that list. Like, oh, I, I you know, like I, I'm releasing a poverty consciousness that I'm not, that I don't have money or I release that I don't have lovability, that I don't have love or whatever, you know, your negatives are. And then you can have a little ceremony for um, New Year's where you can, you know, just tear it up and burn it in a little bowl. I mean, there's some, you know, churches that are called the burning bowl ceremony, but they just put it in and you, and you just asking, you know, putting it out to have that releasing from your negativity and then embracing all your good. And then during the day, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just wanted what you just said. I've often heard that that is symbolically very important where, you know, some say visualize whatever that might be, that the fear of making money, pick, pick anything, put it in a balloon Mm -hmm. and in your mind, let it go. Uh, Or or physically, like you say, take a letter and burn it up, you know, throw it into a fireplace. Yeah. All that path is gone. Just really, I'm releasing all that and I'm embracing all my good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, how do we stay on track? You know, we have a couple of minutes left here. New Year's resolutions. We all have goals. How do we hang with those? How do we, how do we not derail along the way? Right. Um, what do you think about that, Steve? Do you have a thought on that? I'll answer, but I just know if you had something you want to share. I really think it's, you have to get past the, the three week mark. I think the 21 days at minimum is, is very important. And once you get past that, now you're on the path to getting closer to staying on track with your goal. So many of them are fitness related. Uh, I feel if you can continually go to the gym uh, for three weeks, you're you're in a good place. You know, many of yeah. us a week and a half, eh, you know, I'm going to take a day off. No, you can't do that. I'm just giving one example. That's a great example too about the gym because also – you know, say you start up a workout routine or you start running again or whatever, you know, you're going to have a lot of muscle aches, you know, it, you're, you're, you know, I mean, growing pain, so to speak, but, and it's not going to be as easy, you know, and yeah. it will get a lot easier, but people kind of can kind of cave in, give up during that, that phase just because of it, even though it's going to be great after a while, if you just keep hanging in there and keep doing it, You'll figure out, oh, okay, maybe I started too fast on this and it does hurt. I got to slow down and do it this way. And you kind of start to find your pace and then you'll be able to stick with it versus just kind of giving it up because it's so hard. But, you know, just you spark something in my mind. You have to really want it. It's like when we talk about manifesting, you have to envision it's already here. I'm already doing it. Whether it's it's you, you want that that new car that you can't afford, you already got the car. You can picture sitting in it, feel of the leather, smell of the leather, driving down the street, maybe the windows down, top off, whatever it might be. You've you're there, like you're emotionally vested in it, as opposed to you know, let's say look at the gym, like oh, I gotta go again today. I hope I can 
No, it's like, this is going to be good. I'm just keep moving. This is, this is awesome for me. I'm so glad that I've made this commitment. Now I passed my 21 days. I'm going to continue. You have to be, you have to set the intention. You got to be all in. Absolutely. The power of intention. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Even create what they remember the vision boards where you, you know, you put your pictures up. You can do that for New Year's. Put your pictures up of, out of magazines or a dorm, if you'd like, of things that you want to have in this next year. And then you put it up somewhere where you see it every day and you kind of have that passion for it continuing. I, I already have that. It's in that office and uh, pictures, oh, cool. of, pictures of me 20 pounds lighter a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it all works, Steve. <laughs> and, and, I, and I look and I'm like, wow, you know what? That jacket actually fit you. Um, your face looked different, looked good. Uh, so that's, that's my vision board. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> for, for all of us, you have books that are so insightful. Uh, under the pen name A.P. Filosa, your maiden name, right? Correct. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anybody wants to to learn more, how do they find you, Anne? Yes, on um, my website for my practice, which is under Anne Creekmore, what I go by, is Psychologists in Virginia, all spelled out, Psychologists, plural, in Virginia.com. And that should have most of my information on it there. And I'm also starting up another um, website, Love Your Life Healing Center. Dot com. So that, that may be up soon and people can, you know, see the different books and also some of my hypnosis CDs or MP3s and things like that on there soon too. Awesome. Uh, fantastic talking with you. It will be a great 2024. Mani- Absolutely. I'm manifesting. Um, you are claiming you're good. No, you're claiming you're good. You were, you are good. There's no need to go to the negative. It's all, it's all good. Happy New Year to you, and thank you so much. You we'll, too. We'll talk soon. Thank okay? you. Talk soon. Thank you. Yeah. We'll be right Bye. back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.